Christ is risen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This Sunday, we commemorate our Father among the saints, Alexis Koch, who was one of the great lights of American Orthodoxy. We have in the readings that are appointed for the Venerable Saints, uh, readings from the wisdom literature. Because if there is something that we need, especially in our time and our place, is wisdom. Something that we need to seek, that we need to diligently seek. And it's not, as scripture tells us, as if wisdom is extremely hard to find, per se, because, as scripture tells us, she's in the streets calling for us. And we who are gathered here know at least the melody, or the, we can harmonize with her. We know and we are seeking out the wisdom of God. In the church we have, of course, the Theotokos, and her feast days, the appointed Old Testament readings, echo this, for in her we see what it is to be wise, to be pure, to be open to receiving the direction of God to actually have within her uh, the word of God itself to be born within her as a great example to all of us. And we also, of course, we have the wisdom of the Father, our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ, who is always with the Father, who is the wisdom that we all seek ultimately. Because this wisdom that we seek is what we are to embody. This is what, uh, if we read through the Old Testament readings that are appointed for the Bible saints, especially tonight for St. Alexis, uh, we see that wisdom is something that we not only seek, but want to embody, that we want to live into. Because this is what God has given for us to do. Wisdom literature, it's best to think of it in the Old Testament, I think, from the very beginning of just the book of Proverbs, that we know that it is the word of advice given from a king to his son. This is what it's to be, to live like, to act like, to be kingly. Because, brothers and sisters, all of us are called to be kings or queens of our particularities in which we're called to, our families, our homes, our work. And it is with Alexis that we have a great defender of orthodoxy in America who sought uh, the wisdom of God and the wisdom that was within the tradition of the church, that was the ancient boundaries that scriptures talks about, the venerable traditions of the church that he sought. Uh, the story of St. Alexis, I encourage you to go home if you go on OCA.org, you can read about the life of St. Alexis, because for the OCA in particular, the Orthodox Church in America, St. Alexis is uh, one of, you can almost call him one of the founders. We have Saint, uh, we have the Alaskan mission, and then we have St. Tikon, who did the work in North America around that time of Tikon's work in North America. We have St. Alexis Paul, who was uh, a, a Greek Catholic, I don't know at the time what exactly he would have been associated with, uh, but he would have been one of the Eastern Catholic. There are uh, various bodies of Eastern Catholics, which is basically Orthodox in union uh, with the Pope of Rome, uh, that 
there's a lot of migration to North America at the time. Uh, and these people would have come from what you might call Galicia, Ruthenia, Rusin, Ukraine, uh, former Austro-Hungarian Empire, or the Polish uh, Lithuanian Commonwealth. I'm kind of going back to things that you maybe heard about in textbooks because here in North America, we don't really study these areas as much as we really should because so much that happens in the 20th century actually happens in these lands. Uh, but current day, Czechoslovakia, Slovakia, these places uh, that we have uh, where these uh, folks came and then built churches and continued the traditions of their fathers. And it was Alexis who, in coming, uh, sought to be able to serve his people in what he had received. Uh, and let's just say he got a cold reception from the local Roman bishop, which made him uh, seek out how that he could maintain the traditions and the things that he had learned that uh, in the agreement that had happened were supposed to be considered venerable and what uh, was allowable within the church. At the time, they were not being able to be practiced as such. So St. Alexis went on a journey to find uh, rejoining the Orthodox faith, and with him came many uh, parishes and folks, uh, especially if you were to go in uh, Ohio, uh, Minnesota, uh, Illinois, Pennsylvania, New York, and these places you can see all sorts of, if you say St. John the Baptist and St. Peter and Paul Orthodox Church, uh, in those areas that's OCA, you can bet that its background goes back to St. Alexis Toth. That's why in New Jersey, you'll see about six, I don't know how many, a lot of Peters and Pauls. You can imagine, if you, you can use your imagination a little bit why those churches would be called St. Peter and Paul. You don't have to think that hard, per se. Rome, leader, you know. So uh, there is with Alexis uh, one whom we can call one of our own here in North America. His body is kept actually at the monastery in St. Tikhon's, uh, right there off of uh, the church, and the monastery is uh, his body. So if you are ever able or blessed to go to St. Tikhon's, the monastery there, you can venerate uh, this defender of orthodoxy in North America there in the monastery church. So, brothers and sisters, as we continue our possible journey and joy, let us continue to. Uh, listen to the call of wisdom to seek how we can wisely uh, embody our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ and ask for the intercessions of St. Alexis, the defender of Orthodoxy here in North America. Christ is risen. Indeed. He is risen. Christos Christ is risen. Christ is risen.